Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is your first experience back in a movie theater. Yes. There's a lot happening. Yeah. <laughs> also, we left early. Spoilers. A lot of emotions happening. Yeah. Also, the trailer, seeing the trailers for the other stuff. Yeah, so just like a bunch of normal trailers and also like building up anticipation to like what we were there to see. It's like, Mm -hmm. when's it coming? Hey everyone, Stephen Ray Morris here and welcome to See Jurassic Right Swift Bites. You just heard a little snippet of my conversation with Krista Mosowitz and Brenna White, a.k.a. Bonnie Puns, a.k.a. Beeksels, after we saw the Jurassic World Dominion IMAX exclusive short trailer. Anyway, we'll get into detail later. And I obviously want to say big spoiler warning. I didn't I, I want to be able to talk about it and tell you my thoughts. But yeah, again, spoiler, spoiler warning. I will be sure to give you um, a real proper spoiler warning before we go into details. But right now... I just wanted to mention, I just wanted to thank everyone again for listening to my conversations with Omar. They have just been the most fun to edit and listen back to. And just, yeah, I just, the conversations. And again, I feel like anytime I talk to Omar, I learn something new 
about Jurassic Park and myself. And, you know, I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. And with that said, that would, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, the, the real big news of the week was this Jurassic World Dominion IMAX trailer thing that played in front of Fast 9. And as of recording on Saturday, there is no word on, you know, on whether some form of it will come online. Although, and this is not spoiling it, but just, I don't know how they could release part of this. So I feel like it's either got to be all, I feel like it's got to be all or nothing. Um, I hope they do because I would love to chat with other people about this. I feel like I just, uh, and you'll hear again when I am going to play our little conversation, right. You know, right after we saw it, like it just was, there was a lot to process and it's just, there's something so new about what we saw that I just, I'm like, I, uh, yeah. It's even now I'm still processing it, obviously. Uh, without further ado, let me play that little clip again. Krista and Brenna, we all saw it together at we well, we saw it at the AMC at the Universal City Walk. They have a huge IMAX screen there. They got a bar. It's great. And you're right next to Universal Studios. So anyway, take a listen again. Super duper spoiler warning. Turn back now. Go forward five to ten minutes when I'm talking about the Lost World, uh, because that was our film of the week. So skip forward to that if you don't want to hear anything about Jurassic World Dominion, especially what I saw in the trailer. So I don't know how to do this because it's been, it's been a while since we've done like a fun, like see something. Well, it's like we're fresh off of seeing the the preview to Jurassic World Dominion. The IMAX exclusive trailer slash prologue thing. Mm-hmm. And we can just keep it spoilers. The kids, the kids won't mind. I'll, I'll make sure to warn people. Do I, do what, should I start with how I feel? I'm not mixed feeling about it. It's more like I just want to see it again. Yeah. Like on the big screen, if anything. But also here's the thing is this is your first experience back in a movie theater. Yes. There's a lot happening. Yeah. <laughs> also, we left early spoilers. A lot of emotions happening. Yeah. Also the trailer, seeing the trailers for the other stuff. Yeah. So just like a bunch of normal trailers and also like building up anticipation to like what we were there to see. It's like, Mm -hmm. when's it coming? By the way, I'm with Bonnie Puns, a.k.a. Beeksels. Hello. A.K.A. Brenna White. Well, Brenna White, a.k.a. Bonnie Puns, a.k.a. Beeksels. That's how I normally do it. And Krista Mosowitz. Hello. Who people most recently heard in the Camp Cretaceous season three review. We saw the Jurassic World Dominion IMAX exclusive (laughs) thingy. Uh-huh. Preview situation. So that's what. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's a trailer. It's not a trailer. No, it's oh, not it's a, a trailer. Teaser. It's not a teaser. It's not really oh, a teaser either. A fe- even their official words said featurette. It's not a featurette. Tell people, trust me, it is not a featurette. Well, Featurettes it- have B-roll and sound bites, and this does not have that. No, no, it's not a featurette. It's not a vignette either. There are no characters. I think that will appear in no. the film. Well, Rexy, when I think of all the Jurassic Park prologues, like I mean, we could like rank them, like mm-hmm. original Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Raptor goes, you know, in the pen, shooter, like mm-hmm. iconic, classic, great. Lost World opening, Kathy Bowman mm-hmm. gets attacked by the compies. Also oh, iconic, yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. JP3, Eric Kirby flying in with the Pteranodons. Pretty, yeah. pretty good, you know? Yeah. We're going to crash. Also, also more tied to the story than the others. And also, so, the, yes. the parasailing company was called Dinosaur. So worth it for that. Adorable. And Jurassic World had the shortest one, which essentially just showed the Indominus hatching. Yeah. All right, that's whatever. Correct. Fallen Kingdom. I mean, to me, Fallen Kingdom is the best opening yeah. since the, the original. The, the Titanic opening. The Titanic <laughs> opening. With the... With, with, the, the, with the underwater, like, yes. Echo 1... Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. with the Mosasaur getting freed. Old, old lady coming up soon. Well, they, in, in Titanic, they're like, oh, we have, well, we see it. We're down in the little submarine that's a special situation. Oh. And then they're like, oh, we see Titanic. There she is. Get a close up. <laughs> and in, in the Jurassic Michael Crichton universe, 
is Bill Paxton yep. in the movie Titanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's in uh, Twister. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it all just comes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all it all comes around. Um, I would like to say um there is a cameo in this uh preview. Yeah, you've got the scoop. Um, I didn't know this. Definitely Colin's son. Oh, yes. <laughs> Colin Trevorrow's son is in this. Oh, at the movies. Right. Yeah, okay. he's the redhead. So to go back, so it's like the dinosaur sequence, and then suddenly like a helicopter is searching for a T-Rex. Okay, why does Tr- it all start with a helicopter? Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of the legacy of Jurassic. Oh. Enough. So they're like searchlight helicopter, and then suddenly it's like they're at a drive-in movie theater, and it almost seemed like, boot- it seemed like a boot. It seemed like a boot, a bootleg drive-in because um, everyone was watching it. But then, like, there was like some I don't know, like hipster bros that were like, "Oh, like we're shutting down our our projector." But also, all the cars seemed like they were from the eighties and nineties. Maybe um, it's just a town that they don't have any car dealers sure, nearby. The <laughs> land, the land that time forgot. Yeah, basically, uh, which is related oh, to California. I like that. <laughs> In California. Somewhere. in california somewhere but also um oh yeah so that would be the crossover with the twister scene where there is a massive like drive-in movie mm-hmm. situation and the then a tornado a tornado rips through the screen in twister i mean it's pretty interesting that they chose not to show any people i think that I, was also I, surprising I, for I me did too expect some kind of dialogue no no i expected this i mean yeah i mean again without spoiling it for myself the like press release made it seem like it was a prologue plus a trailer yeah, yeah no I Definitely. thought that there was going to be, I thought that we would see some Grant Sattler. If it was like Grant, like tipping up his hat and looking at the sun, I would have fucking screamed. Like no dialogue. I think that's, like, the, that's all it could have been. And yeah. Like, that's yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I think if anything, this all hits upon the idea that it's like, as much as we love dinosaurs, we do love the characters. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's part of it. Like, I, being only, a, I probably would have only screamed if it was Elliot or Grant. So yeah, that was Brenna and Krista and I just trying to figure out what this thing was. And again, just for clarity, essentially the beginning of this piece is set 65 million years ago. You see all different kinds of dinosaurs from Dreadnoughtus and uh, Nisudoceratops. You see Quetzalcoatlus, the flying reptile, my favorite flying reptile. So as of right now, Jurassic has featured almost all my favorite dinosaurs or dinosaur adjacent creatures. So that's really cool. And again, yeah, you're seeing kind of this you know um honestly that's the thing that i think was perplexing the most to me but ended up being really cool was that essentially and i said this on twitter this opening stuff is fantasia it's right of spring if you don't know there's this like sort of history of life segment through to the dinosaurs uh in fantasia that the old uh disney animated movie and you know it's just it's just uh music and there's just something so like again again i said on twitter it's as if Werner herzog narrated the narrated cosmos it's like the death in gnashing teeth it's just i think you know it's not walking with dinosaurs you're not seeing like richard attenborough narrate over this footage although there is elements of that for sure but there's just something so like the amber yellow of the skies and all the animals kind of there there's there's sort of a desolation in it that i feel like kind of carries over from stuff like land before time and again fantasia and to me there's a surrealness to it there's it's almost like a montage kind of thing where you're just seeing kind of the life of the dinosaurs during the cretaceous and then obviously we get the tyrannosaurus fighting 
a Giganotosaurus, which is an even bigger predator. And this is essentially, you know, original Rexy, uh, who has feathers or has kind of a light feathery coating. And she gets killed. Um, I'm only laughing because it's like, damn, she got killed again first by the spine. But this wasn't this isn't um, this wasn't, you know, uh, that was a different T-Rex. So anyway, so once Rexy dies or, you know, original Rexy dies, then we get the mosquito landing on her. And that so essentially saying that, like, this is where Rexy in Jurassic Park comes from. And then that's when we smash cut to one of the coolest title cards of all time or location card you know like um like cards on screen that designate some information you know i think a lot of people um most recently come to mind oh steve rogers is from brooklyn and spider-man is from queens like when that title card came up in the theater people cheered and applauded during during captain america's civil war and to me i got a very similar feeling watching the smash cut to 65 million years later it's just like perfectly direct like that was the that was what this whole short was like for that purpose i think and then you basically cut to rexy just laying rampage to an outdoor movie theater just like uh twister um as brenna has mentioned and yeah it, and then we just get a couple of glimpses a couple of shots to for this i guess what is going to be one of the new taglines for dominion which is next summer dinosaurs rule the earth they don't say the word dinosaurs but they show the dinosaurs so i'm assuming that's what the tagline is supposed to be saying but uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was very different. I think maybe so. I think maybe a lot of people were expecting actual, like the characters and stuff like that. So that part was kind of took a moment for me to wrap my head around. Okay. This is, that's why I'm like not calling it a trailer because it doesn't feel like a trailer. It almost feels like a short film, but not in the battle at big rock way either. Uh, and then with like a little bit of a tease at the end, you know, with again, you get to see the alternate angle um, from Battle at Big Rock. You get to see, uh, you know, the Mosasaur. And so it's in some Gallimimuses on the run. And yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's it's perplexing in that way, because, again, it's the opening of this is like full blown Fantasia set in the time of the dinosaurs, which, again, is something I never thought we would see in Jurassic Park. But I'm actually so glad that we did. And yeah, I'm just curious how it rolls into the film itself. Like, is this going to is, you know, in the in the press release, they say the prologue. But just watching what I want, like, I feel like it would have to be twice as long to work in that. I mean, again, the Jurassic World opening prologue is was just the hatching of the Indominus. But but I but I wonder if the opening is then this whole part, including Rexy and including Rexy in modern day. Yeah. Ugh. It, I want to see it again right now. But again, let me know what you think. Let me know if you're waiting for it to come out online. I really hope they do release it online because, you know, I, I mean, again, we, we left the movie early or we didn't stay for Fast 9. And, you know, I think in that respect, like I definitely wanted more. But again, it's a year away. So I'm going to feel that urge of like, oh, I just want to see this movie now because, again, we we already would have seen this movie if things had been different. But whatever. It's really cool. I hope at least some people are getting to go out and see it. And I also hope that it comes online soon so that we can all see it like and talk about it together. But yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if you went out and saw it. Uh, let me know if this changes everything about what you thought of or what you're thinking, where Dominion's going. I don't know if it does that for me. I'm just like, I I'm just so excited at this point. Um, so yeah, let's take a quick break and then we'll get into our Lost World retrospective.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, we're calm, we're back, and we're ready to talk about the lost world. So just like I mentioned on last week's Swift Bites in regards to, you know, taking a look back at the original three movies for this month of Jurassic June and my conversations with Omar, I just kind of came up with some fun questions. I thought, you know, food for thought on Twitter and in the Facebook group, See Jurassic Right, See Jurassic Right podcast. And yeah, I wanted to bring up the Lost World one today, which was... <laughs> I know y'all are out there, but who loves or thinks the Lost World Jurassic Park is better than the original and why? So it was just a very funny, it was funny to put that out there because I think some people took it to think that, that I think that, but I just am like, again, if you listen to the episode on our, if you listen to the Lost World episode of Omar and I's conversations, you'll kind of, you'll understand that like, again, this, this idea that you have this original movie that kind of is not only, you know, one of the greatest dinosaur movies of all time, if not the greatest, actually the greatest. <laughs> That's my opinion. Uh, so yeah, then you have the sequel and it's just such a different, uh, different dinosaur. It's such a different beast that you kind of have to sit back and I, you want to be able to look at, look at it on its own. And I think that's why Omar's, his, his line of thinking as going into these, uh, to our chats of like, especially with Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, it's like, how do they stand on their own merit? So I, this question I just wanted to ask, like, Hey, who loves the Lost World more than Jurassic Park? I need to know why. So, uh, again, like last time, I'll read a few in the Facebook group. So I'll read the first comment from Clayton Fioriti, who, again, if you don't watch his videos, they're vital and essential for every Jurassic Park fan who wants to really dive deep into these films and the franchise and just kind of, you know, I feel like he gives it the Marvel Star Wars treatment as far as like appreciating the lore and the history and all that good stuff. So Clayton is a big Lost World stand. So I really appreciate that. He left a comment and said, I love the score and the new variety of species. Something about the Lost World feels more earthy or safari. The way it's shot and the animal conservation stuff makes for a fun movie I love that's way different from a big eccentric theme park. I'd say the way the dinosaurs are presented, I like more, but it's so hard to put into words. No, I, I mean, yeah, that's very true. It, if it, if anything, I that's the thing I think I've come to truly appreciate as well too is just how different the Lost World is from Jurassic Park. They truly are like night and day. Like Jurassic Park is a day movie, and Lost World is a night movie. Even though obviously Jurassic Park has day, but or has night, but you know what I mean, and vice versa. So the other comment I wanted to read from the Facebook group is of course from Zelma, who I know loves the Lost World, and she wrote a beautiful piece i want to like repost it on socials because it's just such an eloquent beautiful argument i'm not going to read the whole thing but 
I just wanted to pick some points out to talk about and to share. So, you know, she opens with the Jurassic is her favorite, but The Lost World is criminally underrated. The movie has a very unique identity to itself. It's shot beautifully, well-directed, suspenseful, and engaging. I will second Clayton's comment about the score being fantastic. It's reminiscent of the first movie, but edgier, faster paced, just a little bit more frenetic and hectic to match the energy of the untamed island. We got a whole new colorful cast of characters that feel very lived in and authentic. I'm not one for Marble Men. I'm not one for Marble Men, but Roland Tembo is magnetic. You get great new character moments between Malcolm and Kelly, Malcolm and Sarah, and excellent quotes out of Roland and Ludlow. I still tell people not to mess with my stuff because it costs more than their education smiley emoji and yeah she talks about enjoying the world building new behaviors associated with the dinosaurs and of course her favorite and mine as well the parasaurolophus and yeah no zelma totally like this was the pair you know this is the parasaurolophus's movie it truly didn't get another moment to shine until camp cretaceous and that i'm also appreciative as well and she talks about liking the ethical questions can you be a rehabilitated capitalist do your good deeds of trying to save the dinosaurs outweigh the bad deeds done to create them in the first place is it ethical to remove them from the island they don't really belong in the natural world they're reintroduced species that's probably wrecking havoc that's probably wreaking havoc on those ecosystems but is it ethical to export them and put them in a new theme park and yeah I, oh, I, oh continuing this line you know about omar and i's conversation is it ethical to try is it ethical to try and strong arm your partner for that matter an entire team of people out of a decision they've already made sarah has a line about needing malcolm to be there when she actually needs him not when she thinks she needs him to be saved from herself that entire sequence resonated so hard for teenage me i can't even begin to tell you these, the movie doesn't dwell on those questions, but it raises them and gives them some serious consideration. It doesn't tell the audience what to think about these questions. I never realized it before, but there are people who are a huge fan of the hunters in that entire storyline. There are so many sides to relate to and feel drawn to. I guess that's a hallmark of a great ensemble cast. Many people can see themselves in many of the characters. Y'all, I, <laughs> y'all already know I stand Sarah Harding, but I've got a lot to love for our entire cast of misfits. Vince Vaughn would absolutely get my number if he were in Green Pe- if we were in Greenpeace together and Eddie Carr forever holds a place in my heart. And Kelly was such a perfect self-insert character for me. It wasn't I was such a Kelly growing up. I wasn't into video games, but I had an overly large vocabulary, probably too much sass, and definitely spoke up around adults when I probably shouldn't have. Sure the gymnastic scene is hella whack, but I can totally get behind every other thing she did. As an adult, I definitely relate much more to Kelly than I do to Lex or Tim. Yeah, I love this freaking movie. I love the cast i love the dinosaurs and i love sorna this movie has made me forever afraid of tall grass and made me do double takes outside of my bedroom window all the time yes i was on the eighth floor in new york city but there could still be a t-rex out there you never knew i didn't know that i needed this mini love session for this movie tonight but i'm not complaining about the opportunity lamau <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to write all this stuff out it's really beautiful and i really wanted you know i it like again this idea it's like the lost world is its own thing. And so, you know, even though I maybe haven't appreciated this movie as much, you talking about it has just, again, like just reading this out loud again, it's just like, oh my gosh, there's like five new things that I like appreciate about, appreciate about this movie that I didn't before. So thank you. And Lisa responds to Zelma's post, all the applause, absolutely nailed it. The image of the T-Rex with the doghouse dangling from its mouth to this day haunts my dreams. Uh, thank you, Clayton. Thank you, Zelma. Thank you, Lisa, again, for sharing your comments. And now let's go to Twitter to share those thoughts. And <laughs> Jurassic Souls just has like the eye emoji, like, and then the like, like wet emoji and then hearts. Gross, but 
I agree. Uh, and Hannah at Jurassic World says the best installment in the franchise, but you didn't hear it from me. And then like has the like raising hand emoji or um, gif. And then uh, what else? Oh, and then as mentioned in the episode, paleontologist Kirsten Formoso commented because it had more dinosaurs and even better score. Roland greater than Muldoon. And damn it, if I don't love that third act in San Diego, the whole movie is just more fun, in my opinion. And Isla Sorna has this danger behind every corner feeling. Love it deeply. Oh, and then, and then paleontologist Cameron Muskelly, who I had on the science series last year. Again, go check out those episodes. And he says, of course, nothing could be better than the original, but Lost World was great, though. It was memorable for me going into a blockbuster and renting it every time. The score and the music was amazing. It's in my playlist. R.I.P. Richard Attenborough. The dinosaurs were cool. What JP has ever put a Mementiosaurus in their films? Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. Again, ugh, I want the Mementiosaurus to come back in Jurassic justice for the Mementiosaurus. <laughs> and then he continues, I felt so sad and angry when the men were capturing the Parasaurolophus. The guy who tortured that compi deserved what he got. At EMV, the universe says, Lost World has more dinosaurs. That's a good reason. This is a very funny comment from Jasmine Rocha about her childhood, and... She said in response to the question, it de- it delighted and frightened me to see the literal nightmare I had after watching the original of hearing that thundering step of a T-Rex by my bedroom window and it being in the movie. Come to find later, thanks science, was that I heard my heartbeat in my ear. Lost World, I mean, that was the other thing. Like as a kid, when you, when you, when they, when the T-Rex goes to the city, it's like, oh my gosh, like it could come into my house. I mean, it literally, they have like the, the most classic cliche suburban family. And, you know, other than the fish tank, I guess. But anyway, oh, I love this from Moncal Sushi. There are many reasons, but this scene is one of them. And it just shows Sarah Harding's hand on the glass in the trailer. And yeah, without a doubt, the trailer sequence of the Rex is coming, eating Eddie Carr, knocking the trailers off the cliff and them surviving is 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 one of the best scenes in the entire franchise. All right, I'll just read two more comments. And this one's from from at J Thomas Albert on Twitter. And I forget if we talked about this in our chat, but uh, I was ta- I was talking about it with somebody um, and says, and, he, and Thomas says, uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park is much better when you realize the real plot of the movie. John Hammond, despite his carefully cultivated public image as a kindly old man, was a cold, ruthless businessman who hired professional saboteur and assassin Nick Van Owen to destroy his enemies. Hammond's nephew, Peter Ludlow, enraged Hammond by seizing control of InGen, and he was already angry at Ian Malcolm for speaking out against InGen and his beloved park. So Hammond's, so Hammond sends Malcolm's love interest to Isla Sorna and helps Malcolm mount a quote-unquote rescue operation. Van Owen accompanies Malcolm to Isla Sorna with the goal of sabotaging Ludlow's operation and getting Malcolm and the rest of the team killed, leaving no witnesses. Kelly sort of tripped him up by stowing away and accompanying her father to the island. Nick Van Owen also hadn't counted on Ludlow, uh, counted on Ludlow luring the highly competent Roland Tembo to the island. Regardless, Van Owen nearly got Malcolm, Kelly, and Sarah killed by bringing the baby T-Rex back to camp as bait. Van Owen lightly broke the baby's leg himself intentionally. <laughs> he did manage to get Eddie Carr killed and Ludlow's camp destroyed. He then gets most of Ludlow's team killed by the T-Rex after sabotaging Tembo's gun. He tried to abandon Malcolm, Kelly, and Sarah in on the site B complex. If it had not been for Kelly, 
After escaping Isla Sorna with the other survivors, Van Owen slipped away and managed to infiltrate the venture as the T-Rex was being loaded. Once the vessel was underway, he murdered the crew, staged it to look like a dinosaur attack, and set up the T-Rex escape. Every single death in the Lost World Jurassic Park can be traced directly back to Nick Van Owen and ultimately to John Hammond for hiring him. Wow. Wow. Again, I love hearing everyone's comments because I just now I have a new way to think of the Lost World. Damn. <laughs> and again, my headcanon was that was that Nick Van Owen, you know, the night of when the T-Rex escapes in San Diego, my headcanon was that Nick goes and babysits Kelly and they play Sega. So I don't know. Take, take you know, whichever one works for you. <laughs> and then my final comment from Schlamp on Twitter is all they do is put up a gif of Sarah Harding and say, because of her, that's why heart. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much to the engine helicopters that always decide to come when I podcast. Thank you to everyone for again, checking out the series with Omar. We have JP three next. I'm very excited for that one. That one gets weird and wacky and yeah, is just like the movie. So <laughs> there were t- there, we dreamt of Raptors and uh, yeah, again, let me know if you're going to be seeing Jurassic World Dominion, the trailer thingy in front of Fast 9. Let me know if you're holding out for an online release. And yeah, I'm just really excited to talk about it with you all. So I, I really hope Universal, at least I hope that if they'll say yes or no. Like, I hope they don't just leave us hanging every week as Fast 9 is in theaters. And then like, oh, maybe we'll release it. It's like, I hope on Monday they're like, okay, this is going to be online. So Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And yeah, Jurassic June has been amazing. And I hope you've all had a great one. And I'll see you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.